Time to abandon ship. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jaja, call me, my main man. Quickly, before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. Hey, this is escape, then we're the pod. Get the So if you know Dave Filoni, he's kind of a, he weasels his way around questions sometimes to avoid answering them. And he, he's the master at giving you an answer without actually giving you an answer. So we always call baloney on it. So it's kind of an inside joke between me and these two friends of mine who went to this Star Wars trivia night at some pub. And we called ourselves, the three of us, we called ourselves, our team was named Dave Baloney. That was what we called ourselves as a team. So we had to write it down on paper and give it to the guy who was going to announce the scores at the end. And at the very end of the night when he was reading off the scores, you know, he's like, okay, uh, four spiders, uh, you know, you came in third place, whatever. And then, and then he announced, he said, and Dave Bologna. <laughs> Bologna? Bologna. You don't know how to read, man? <laughs> how do you not he did, know? He, he misread Bologna. For Bologna. It's <laughs> how, do you, how do you not know that? Like, I don't know, man. It was so Bologna? good. Bologna? <laughs> oh, it was such a good time. We just rolled with it, though. We were like, yep, we're Dave Bologna. <laughs> All right. How do you not, like, oh my god. How do you, how do you not know that, man? Like, fucking Bologna. Another happy landing. All right, so welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod. I'm your host, Josh, and today we got Diego with us again. We're going to watch some Clone Wars, but before we do that and nail off a few more episodes from the chronological viewing order list, we're going to speculate on episode nine because I found an article online. It's all rumors, but if you're rumor or spoiler sensitive, turn back now or fast forward to a later part. Well, we're not talking about it. And uh, yeah, it's all rumors. None of this could be true. It's just really fun to speculate on it. So let's pull up this article and, and check it out. What you brought me today is worth one quarter portion. I got a bad feeling about this. To a successful transaction. I like this thing. This is an article that came out on makingstarwars.net and uh, they have their own sources and, and whatever else. Uh, article written by Jason Ward, uh, October 3rd, 2019, it says. Okay, so I don't know how accurate this is. I would take it with a grain of salt. Okay, sure. Okay, sure. so point number one. The trailer is set to open with Kylo landing on the dead world of Exegol, or Exegol. We don't know the spelling. We observe Kylo as he walks toward a large floating cube. Hmm. We see Kylo Ren 
take a lift down below the surface into the planet. Ren meets an old man, Darth Sidious. Uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, here okay, we go. Here we go. Okay, okay, okay. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. All right go the ahead, cut go jumps ahead. to Kylo with his saber igniting and being put up to the old man's neck, who identifies himself as Darth Sidious. Palpatine or Darth Sidious is in the vertical med chair. He is strapped to it. We then see a lot of general shots of the battles and the resistance, like the stuff we've seen before. And the trailer ends with Palpatine saying something in his gravely spooky voice. We will likely report soon, it says. So so that's just bullet point wise on like <sighs> what's going to happen. Uh, okay. All right. Here's the thing. Like uh initially like i'd say bs but i mean if this is you know a fairly reputable source and they're the people telling them this is you know somewhat reputable themselves then something to you know to keep in mind but like initially i don't think it's gonna happen but if it does uh i i don't know how i'm gonna contain myself in the theater because like if this is true, Sidious is dead. Okay, Return of the Jedi. Yep. You know, he's shocking Luke. Vader's like, I'm not having it. Picks him up, throws him down the well. You know, that's that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the end of Sidious as as we know it. But if he comes back, you know, three episodes later, uh, like, how, okay, they got it. They got to go into detail. Okay, like, how did he survive? He's if he's in a some sort of space wheelchair or something. He's handicapped now, obviously. Is he still... He's, Darth, Darth Sidious, Lord of the Sith. Yeah. Handicapped. Yeah, he's handicapped now. Uh, but, like, how... Like, you know, how did he survive? Does he still... Is he still as powerful, if not more powerful? Because, he, you know, he's obviously a lot older by this point. He was already old in, you know, Return of the Jedi. But still, like... You know, like, there's so many... I think if they go that route, there's going to be so many questions that not only myself, most likely you and so many other people watching this, they're going to have and like, yeah. we need answers. They can't just say, oh, oh here's yeah, Sidious. Course, yeah. They can't just say, here's Sidious, you know, like, enjoy the movie. No, 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 no. Oh, and well, that's like, the chilling part about this is that, yeah. is that, you know, as cool as it was, it's like, oh my goodness, like, you know, like Palpatine's coming back, you know, like, yeah. that was the initial thing. But when you really think about it, it's like they would can. not bring him back without a good reason, you know? Exactly. And like, and at the, uh, I mean, the behind the scenes good reason is there's only one way to wrap up the Skywalker saga, and that's to bring back the ultimate baddie, right? But, you know, my opinion is like, you know, aside from that, like if, if we just take that and put that aside and look at like the in-story reasons for them bringing him back, it's got to be some good reason to bring him back. Like it's got to be... You know, uh, a story changing, a story pivotable moment, which kind of brings not only reason to bring him back, but revelation as to what's happened so far with The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Right. Like, like yeah. And, and then there's the question of Snoke. Like, who the heck is Snoke? Like, we still don't know who this guy was. Snoke and- is just, honestly, man, Snoke is just so, it's so irrelevant. And like it seems that way it seems know, that like, way for now i just hope that the next movie doesn't make him irrelevant yeah but i mean honestly the way they play they play they okay they 
hyped them up for essentially two episodes. So you got episode seven and you got uh, The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And in episode seven, he's mentioned, right? You know, Great Later Snow, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. Yeah. And then you finally see him in The Last Jedi. But then he gets killed. And he, he not even that, he, he, he lets his guard down. And then Kylo, you know, cuts him in half. So yeah. how... How is he all this powerful? And, how, you know, like, there's there's got to be, like, some some way that, you know, like, Palpatine, like he, like he said, there has to be such good reasoning because, I mean, there's just, I, I can't see it. I, 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 I like this rumor mainly just because how, uh, how much in ground in the original... Return of the Jedi story it actually is. So if you take a look at this, these are concept artworks from Ralph McQuarrie back when uh, Return of the Jedi, or I guess at the time it was known as Revenge of the Jedi, yeah. uh, had. And, and these are some of the the artwork. So this is Palpatine's throne room, mm-hmm. which uh, <clears throat> this cave eventually became kind of a spawning idea for Mustafar, I, I, I guess with the lava and all oh, that. Oh, I could see but, that, yeah. But the, but the throne room itself just changed and, you know, it eventually ended up being taking place on on uh, the Death Star. Yeah. Uh, however, in the original concept, Luke and Vader stand before the Emperor's throne on this in this cave underground, which takes place on some sort of probably a desolate planet. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Like, it, you know, it looks kind of a, a cool thing. Um it, it feels as if this rumor is really like based on that concept design, but there's a, there's another, there's like a, I guess it's a fan artwork or something like this, but they have this piece of artwork here. It's Ray holding two lightsabers, supposedly Luke slash Anakin's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. The other one being Leia's lightsaber. I guess if, if like we don't even know if she even had one, but I'm assuming this this artwork based off of certain rumors. It has could de- even be her own that she made. It, it could, it could, yeah. Uh, and and based on certain rumors, like this piece of artwork has has been based on that. And there's Palpatine sitting in front of a throne that looks very close to, you know, the the concept artwork that we've seen, yeah. and he's shooting lightning at Ray. Hmm. And yeah, so I don't know. I th- I thought it was kind of a cool. A little piece of artwork, even if it doesn't make it into the film. I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of a cool, cool uh, choice of art. It's a cool concept, but, but like, yeah. I, I, honestly, man, I'm not going to walk into the theater expecting it. Like, I'll just walk in and just kind of, you know, all right, episode nine, let's, let's you know, bring it on. Yeah. But if it does happen, then it's like, ooh, okay, that's, that's I, spicy and I like it. Oh, know? yeah, like, and that's exactly yeah. it. Like, I don't just want fan servicing a lot of people are like i want this i want that it's just a christmas list for some people it's like you know it'll 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 uh i mean so far and you know i haven't hidden the fact that i've been slightly disappointed with the fact that they've taken the sequels in a different direction from what george imagined likewise yeah uh but it is what it is we've got what we got yeah there's one more to go Let's see what happens let's you know like it's hard to be excited when so far i've all i've just felt disappointed you know, disappointed yeah in, yeah in a way yeah, yeah. but uh as it gets closer to the release date and we've seen more and more footage of of this or that or whatever um you know it not that my opinions changed it's just it's just that i'm now feeling ready you know ready to face what what the ending is gonna be because 
that that's what it is. It's the ending of of the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. Not that we've really had much Skywalker in the <laughs> in no. the sequel so far to make it a Skywalker saga, but um, but yeah, it's it. You know, if you count Ben Solo as a Skywalker, then then I guess it's kind of Skywalker saga. But um, yeah, let's just let's just look into more of this article here. So on another page on the site, it says that uh, that Darth Sidious sits upon a throne after Ben Solo has died. So I'm assuming at some point Ben Solo bites the dust. Good. And before Ben's death, Darth Sidious has channeled the Force through Rey and Ben and rejuvenated himself to his former Revenge of the Sith youth. Looking... <laughs> Looking youth, he's like yeah. he's like eight hundred years old. <laughs> I love how his youth yeah. is already like seventy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah. that's great. Uh, so this <laughs> are, that's how this article says. Anyhow, yeah. so looking as he did when he declared himself emperor after eradicating this Jedi Order several decades before in Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. the rejuvenated Darth Sidious appears in the Rise of Skywalker wearing a red burgundy robe with a black hooded tunic over the robes. His waist is tied with a black belt and a silver buckle on it with a red light. Offset to the right-hand side. It is my personal opinion that this may be Palpatine's best costume in the Rise er, in the Skywalker saga. The black tunic is like Darth Vader's or Luke Skywalker's from Return of the Jedi, but the skirt flows down to his feet. Uh, and then they've posted a picture of what he looked like during the Clone Wars. Uh, now, at this point in the Clone Wars, you actually haven't seen Darth Sidious outside of a hologram, I think, right? Because you saw him in the Clone Wars movie as a hologram when he was speaking to Dooku and Ventress on Teth. Yes. When Anakin and Ahsoka were going after Rada, the, the baby hotlet. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think that's the only time you've seen Sidious. Every other time it's just been... Uh, it's just as Palpatine, like a senator sen- or a chancellor. chancellor, yeah, chancellor. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so rumor has it that the costume's burgundiness will kind of reminisce of the Clone Wars but, era but stuff. But that, that, we see that exact same suit in um, Revenge of the Sith. When he fights Yoda, for example. Oh, uh, we see something, we see something similar. Like it's, it's, it's got burgundiness like to it. Like pull up that scene. I guarantee that's pretty much the exact same because it's the same thing burgundy and like the the sleeves here they've got a bit of a black yeah i see what you mean i just the first thing when i see that suit is i think the scene where yoda initially walks in uh he (laughs) he takes out those takes out the royal guards takes out the royal guards there we go here's the costume so i got a picture here this is when he's talking to anakin revealing that he's the lord of the set yeah so that's that's uh it's a complete burgundy costume, though. Yeah. So it does go look to similar. The, go to the duel between him and Yoda, though. Him, I think it's the same costume. Um, okay. I'll type in. Sidious fights Yoda. Sidious fights Or no, Yoda. no. If I'm remembering correctly, he Yoda initially comes in, and he, he takes down the guards, and Palpatine is... Or I guess Sidious. Yeah, he's wearing. Yeah, see, so he's wearing oh, that he does suit. Have something now, on, now yeah. go go to the scene where they're in um, the hall. Yeah, this one right here. Yeah, this. Oh, we no. got one here. No, no, no. Go oh, go back and go to. Uh, oh, this one you mean? No, no. Uh, 
No, because they're still they're still in that room. I see what you mean. It, it looks more like a burgundy blackish robe, though. It doesn't have those extra little shoulder pieces on it. Yeah. Yeah, it it looks similar. But anyways, like yeah, that that. Yeah. I see what you mean. There's there's a, there's definitely a symmetry there between yeah. the two costumes. Yeah. Um, there's uh. There, let's see. Let's bring up that photo again. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely see where you're getting at. I think that what this Clone Wars era costume was supposed to do is like very much reminisce that Revenge of the Sith outfit that he had on when he fights Yoda. But um, I think I guess his I guess this costume that they're rumoring about is is supposed to be, you know, like something similar, I guess in a way. Um, the belt buckle with the red light kind of gets me. Like yeah. what, what kind of like like what kind of belt buckle has a little red light on it? The only time I've seen a belt buckle with a light system has been the little blinky LEDs when Darth Maul gets cybernetic legs. But that's in the show. That's in the show. Yeah. So so that's the only time I've seen like artificial legs with not to say that he's been cut in half or anything, but uh, but it makes me wonder, is this belt part of a life support system? Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Because they, they also, because they opened with the fact that he's in like a medical chair. He's an old man in a medical chair. Ben Solo's pointing his lightsaber at the guy. He's revealed to be Palpatine. At some point between now and when we see him in this costume that they're talking about with the red light, Ben Solo dies. And now we're seeing this belt buckle light on on his new costume kind of thing i don't know it, it just it just kind of it feels a little a little suspicious i'm like oh that's you know if it's a fashion choice then okay good for him but <laughs> yeah I, I don't i don't know where the, i honestly i don't know where they're gonna go with it but uh, well oh here we go here we go we'll here, see what this, happens. this is what it's talking about now ben solo's fate the final confrontation of the skywalker saga takes place on the dead world of exegol darth sidious has thrown ben solo into the abyss I have heard Ben. Uh, I have heard Ben's falls into the mist, much like Han Solo's death in The Force Awakens, and it visually rhymes. I believe this happens after Ray and Ben are drained by Darth Sidious. In the end, Ray weakened and seemingly alone for the final confrontation. If Ben is resurrected, sources are not aware of it. That said, how many characters have fallen to their deaths in Star Wars and stayed gone? And then. Um, Oh, it says, hell, even Harrison Ford returns in this movie after his death in Star Wars The Force Awakens. I, didn't, I, I don't know if Harrison Ford's returning or not, but it says, uh, it goes on about Darth Maul, how he survived uh, a fall like that, even after being cut in half. Uh, Luke Skywalker's fall in Bespin, uh, how he landed in that tube and somehow it broke his fall enough, I guess. Uh, and uh, Palpatine also got tossed into the pit by Darth Vader and apparently turns up in this film. So... You know, people have a people have a history of surviving big, big, massive falls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very <clears throat> that's very evident. But um... and and Yoda <sighs> and Yoda survives the fall when Sidious thinks that that you know he he's like double your search and you know the shock troopers are looking for Yoda kind of thing when he makes his escape because he's convinced that he's not dead and and also. He when, just lets go, lets go of his uh, of his cloak, and he just falls down. 
Exactly. Yeah. He escapes. Yeah. And uh, they only ever find his lightsaber. That's actually evident from uh, the Dark Lord of the Sith comic books that they had with Darth Vader in his younger years. Uh Uh, They pointed out that Yoda doesn't have his lightsaber in the original trilogy because they found it in the Jedi Temple when he has that fall. So, um, and there's also a last one, Obi-Wan Kenobi. When Commander Cody gives the order to shoot down Obi-Wan on the back of his boga, and he goes, and then just, you know, it falls into that that little lake or whatever on Utapau. And then they're talking about it later, and Obi-Wan's spying around the corner, and he hears them saying, and and he's, and, you know, the clones are talking about whether or not he's dead. And then one of them says, uh, uh, you know, nobody would have survived that fall. And, and <laughs> you know, it just uh, it just adds to the, the list of people who survived massive falls. But uh, yeah, apparently, you know, they're, they're, they're talking about that. Uh, and then it also says, the article says, uh, or whoever's writing this, um, it says, I theorize that when Ray's rejuvenated to face Palpatine, Ben Solo may be the power from the, quote, other side that helps Ray in the end. But as of now, that is a conjecture on my part. Okay, you know what? I'm going to leave it with this. Like, if it's true, I, I don't know until I see the movie how to react. Yeah. But uh, part of me, actually, you know what? Pretty much almost all of me does not want that to be true because I want to walk into this film. Surprised. Surprised at everything. Every, yeah. other th- every other movie, you know, you watch the trailers and stuff. This one, I just, I want to go into it blind. I don't know when, if I want to see Ben Solo die. I do. I you want, want to so, someone's got to die. Like if they want to keep it like true Star Wars, someone's got to. They wouldn't. Almost. They wouldn't kill Ray. I, I don't no, think I, there's I, no way that they'll kill off Ray. If they no. do kill off Ray, I will be very surprised, and that I would, I would, I would be, be happy about. I would be happy about that too. <laughs> yeah. like uh, that. Would like be, nothing against Ray, but like uh, it would surprise me to, to for them to do that because yeah. at this point, I don't see them. Like I like uh, I see them potentially killing Ben Solo off sacrificially. In a way that he, he not only redeems himself, but, you know, he kind of pulls a Vader in a way that he comes back, but he also gives up his life to do so. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's, it's you know, rinse, rinse, or wait, what is it? Reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah, that's yeah. that's probably what they're going to do. And I don't know, man, like I, I want to just I want to go into the movie completely blind, see what happens. I don't want to believe it, but if it does happen cool but i don't know i don't know how i'm gonna react because it it could totally throw off the whole movie man like if you think here's the other thing here's the other thing there's one last thing that i want to ask you okay Mm -hmm. okay how do you feel about this point here they say the money shot in the trailer is when palpatine shoots lightning in the sky and then at Ray, which she deflects with the two lightsabers. And he shoots the lightning in the sky at the Resistance fleet. So there's there's a, there, there's a few there's a few points here that they make about that. Uh, they, they talk about, you know, Palpatine shooting up this lightning and everything. But uh, I've always thought that that you know, a scene, a scene like that with him taking down massive star cruisers with his lightning powers. I always thought that was a bit far fetched, but but I, I read this today and I thought you know I had to ask you about that. What do you think of what do you think of Palpatine shooting lightning up in the sky? Uh, I I don't. We're we're talking like through the like we're talking Death Star level power here. Him taking out cruisers 
and and star like you know is this right now the, in like, this like, in this rumor in this in, in this, this rumor yeah okay. in this rumor uh, they're talking that there's going to be a moment where they point out how powerful Palpatine's lightning is when he takes out or trying tries to take out like star cruisers with with his lightning power yeah. and then he shoots that lightning at Ray which she deflects with the two lightsabers but what what uh... yeah I mean I don't I don't know because. Okay, assuming that this rumor is true and assuming that uh, Sidious is, you know, alive, may not be well, but, you know, you'd think the older you get, the wiser you get, the more powerful you are, you know, in just episode, let's not even go to, you know, episode six, let's jump back to episode three, when Mace Windu and uh, Palpatine are dueling. His lightning, yeah, he's he's dodging it and he's blocking with his lightsaber, cool. And then Anakin gets involved and then shocks him out of the window, cool. Let's jump back to episode six, you know, crazy powerful at this point. Jump another X amount of years into episode nine. Like, this guy, if he's alive, he is incredibly powerful. And like his yeah. force lightning, like to take down a ship and Rey, honestly, she's not... A Jedi by any means like she's not like honestly I think a, a, like a, a decently trained uh, Padawan from like the tri- the uh, the prequel eras mm-hmm. that like one of them could take on Ray no problem honestly well Ray's done some pretty amazing things only in in times that she's been like in duress or distress like yeah. the, the force has performed extremely well for her in the times that she needs it to be and that's only the ever that's only the times that we've seen her but in the books they reveal that she still doesn't know what she's doing like she, she doesn't can't know really how control, to control it no she can't control yeah. it and it only ever unleashes itself when it it needs to almost yeah she it's almost like the force is using her as a weapon which which kind of makes me think it's like oh okay well episode seven was called the force awakens maybe it has something to do with that the like, force awakening in ray yeah could be, yeah maybe yeah um but uh, but I, you know I thought I thought it was interesting to think like oh well but, um, that point though that you made about the Padawan thing it's you know it's so true like the Padawans have so much more control like think about I know Anakin's a little gifted for a Padawan in Episode Two but yeah. if you think about his level of expertise in that film like it's like it's way beyond what Ray can do way beyond but I mean it is Anakin yeah you have to you know let's be fair but even then let, let's let's just take you know a little twelve year old kid Padawan it like may not be you know like will not be you know anakin obi-wan any of those jedis like power wise but i mean as far as ray goes like yeah can she not control it yes but i mean if she were to go up against uh sidious at this point much more powerful like he's taking down star cruisers and ships and like i don't think she's just gonna be able to you know, just with her lightsaber and just dodge it. And if yeah. she does, it's going to be a struggle for her, like 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, she's she's uh, she's going to have quite uh, quite the handful with him. Like, uh, i assuming he doesn't have a lightsaber, obviously, because he never had one. No, yet. actually, in this rumor, it does say that Sidious is not going to use a lightsaber. Oh. Well, that's fine, because we never had one in the original. So that's, that's fine. Uh but I mean, still, like, just his dark side abilities and force lightning is just probably out of this world powerful at this point. Yeah. Uh, even, you know, handicapped and, like, you know, 
not not like his youth yeah but yeah i mean she's she's gonna have uh she's gonna have quite a quite a battle to here's the thing i think this is what this is what i think just just plain and simple i think unfortunately that ben solo will die i think ray will survive and become a jedi at by the end of the film after killing palpatine spin off a new series no not not even i think i think i think they're gonna make her a jedi and have her be the new balance of the force almost in a way which which kind of sucks because i really like how anakin was the chosen one and you know that was the it almost felt like this whole sequel trilogy has made that whole thing irrelevant and and you know i i don't like it for that reason and i you know i'm i'm hoping and you know I, i i'm just i'm just really hoping that they make the prophecy of the chosen one relevant i really hope they bring hayden christensen back to play force ghost anakin or something um that's that's like the one thing that i want from this movie if there's anything that they do i want them to bring back force ghost anakin and make that entire previous six films relevant to this movie and make them worth something yeah make them make them connect because that's the that's the only thing that's the like like the main thing that this entire sequel trilogy hasn't given us is a connection to the original saga by any means oh yeah at all Uh, you know like we didn't even get to see luke han and leia on screen together and and uh it's it's been it's been a missed opportunity yeah absolutely so uh that's the one thing i'm 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 hoping for is that they bring him back somehow we obviously know we're getting mark hamill back as luke skywalker Force goes Luke Skywalker. That's that's a that's a that's yeah. I could, I could see that. Yeah, obvious def- choice. Definitely. Yeah. yeah well, he definitely. is he is in it. He said so. Um, oh, oh. So okay. like yeah, <laughs> it is it is on his list. So you know he will be there. Uh, I doubt Harrison Ford is coming back. I think he's done. No, he he's dead. I think he's, he's done. He's yeah. dead. I don't like, think he's coming back. If that, he does come back, it will be a very very brief moment. Like not even like definitely not Force Ghost level. We're talking maybe either a flashback or some sort of. Uh, Ben Solo, uh, almost like a, a vision or something like yeah. that, like like not through the force, but just as a as a dream or something. Like I, I you know, I maybe we might even see re, uh, footage from the Force Awakens, but like an alternate way of how things could have gone or something. Maybe, I, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? It's, There's it's just so like, many, so many like alternatives to what could happen. Yes. Just, well, yeah. there's that moment in Revenge of the Sith when Anakin has the dream about Padme. And yep. and she, we see footage of Natalie Portman giving lines that we don't, we don't see in the film, but we see a, a version of the film that that depicts us as, you know, she she gives the names to Luke and Leia, and gives them to Obi Wan, and and she says Obi Wan, they're still good in him, I know they're still good in him, you know, and and that's her last line, and then she dies, and uh, in in Anakin's vision, I'm pretty sure she said something else. Uh, I'm trying to remember now. Uh, in the vision, I believe she. Oh, she uh, said, "Help me, Anakin, help me." Yes. She said, "Yes." Yeah, she said, "Anakin, help me," and then help me, and then she starts screaming and stuff, and then the vision ended, and he was sitting on the couch. Yep. With that data pad, and and uh, yeah. and then Padme walked behind him, sort of thing. So yeah, so there there's a few times that that you know we we get kind of something like that. Um, so it makes me wonder. It's like, oh, will will Ben Solo have perhaps a, a vision or a dream or something about his dad, about Harrison Ford? 
uh, coming back to reprise his role just to give off some new lines or something. It could, but honestly, like, I doubt it. Like, he he never liked playing Han Solo. Like, Han Solo doesn't want to be Han Solo. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, I, I doubt it. And, uh, I mean, if it does, sweet. But uh, there, I think, uh, not, not to discredit Han Solo or Harrison Ford in mm-hmm. any way, they're very critical characters. But I mean, as far as the Skywalker, um, saw like uh, legacy goes, I do think that there's some more critical characters that need to be uh, addressed. Yeah. Prior to Han Solo. Yeah, for sure. I, I know, like Han Solo, Ben Solo. I I understand the connection, but still, like if Sidious is coming back. He's a much more important character in my eyes mm-hmm. as opposed to Han Solo. They're both important, but you know, like Yoda, Luke, and and like Sidious. If those three are in it, though, they're who cares? About well, Han and Solo? you know, can, oh, you and McGregor's coming back to play Obi Wan on the streaming service no program. Way. Gonna, yeah, wow. That's Did you awesome. not know that? No, I no. Yeah, you and McGregor's coming back as Obi Wan Kenobi to no make way. a show like The Mandalorian, which will be on Disney Plus. And it'll be about eight to ten episodes long, I'm assuming. And he's it's going to take place eight years after Revenge of the Sith. Sweet. Yes. So Sweet. it's not impossible. Is it animated? No, it's live action. No way. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So so the, like we're getting. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? You know what? Let me let me just play this for you. Check this out. Like I remember, I remember like rumors. Well, I think of we do have one more oh. announcement. After secrets and fibs and not being able to talk about it, I am no, thrilled to bring out a beloved yeah, member it. of the You've Star Wars family. Music swells. <laughs> so good. <laughs> He's aged perfectly. He's like perfect what Obi-Wan would look at that time. Like perfect. Kathleen, can you ask me in front of all of these people, all of these witnesses, can you please ask me, am I going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Ewan? Yes? Are you going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Yes. (laughs) No way. Okay. So. Okay. All right. So uh, I have not seen that. However, I do remember like back when it was like a thing, like is Obi-Wan going to do it? And I do remember him saying I would love to. It's just, you know, whether we're going to do it or not. I remember that. But I that particular um video i have not seen but that is awesome like yeah oh man that's sweet yeah okay. yeah that's okay we got we got pizza on the go for for watching clone wars here because we're gonna watch some clone wars but in light of the speculation that we did today i want to play the d23 footage again just so you can have another look so let's let's watch that all right
passed on all we know. A thousand generations live in you now. When the new trailer comes out, do not talk to me. I don't want to see it. Don't even, what? Don't even <laughs> mention Do not even mention it. I don't want to see it. Nothing. Okay? <laughs> Nothing. Like, don't even, don't even. Also, did you see it? Like, no. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Okay, so we're back. We just watched Star Wars The Clone Wars, and uh, which episode did we watch here? We watched Cloak of Darkness, Lair of Grievous, Dooku Captured, and the Gungan General. Oh, and uh, sorry, we watched Downfall of a Droid, Duel of the Droids, Bombad Jedi, then Cloak of Darkness, Lair of Grievous, Dooku Captured, and the Gungan General. So we went through... One, two, three, four, five, six. Six episodes. Nice. That's a, that's a decent amount. Okay, so do you do you at all remember a lot from like the downfall of the droid arc with the Goldie? Um, I do remember. I do remember him being a bit of a traitor, and uh, purposely messing things up and slowing, uh, slowing the Jedi down and. Yeah. Yeah, in the in the end, actually betraying them from getting back to R two. Oh, man, that's that whole arc is like so annoying to watch to watch the Jordan. Yeah. Oh jeez. Um, yeah. So okay. So so uh, just glancing at that that one episode though with um, when R two D two gets lost, mm -hmm. it felt so weird. Like the animation, it was just kind of crappy, and it looked like it was one of the first episodes that they made. Yeah. I think, yeah, because the these animation shows, like they always start, they don't start with the first episode you watch on TV. Like sometimes they start with a later a later episode in the season, and then they shuffle it around a bit. Um, hence the reason why there's actually a chronological viewing order to the show because like they don't they don't always stick to a um, like a core schedule of release sort of thing because you know it's animation, so shots get done, shots don't get done on time, and this and that, and right. whatever. But Anyway, um, then we watched 
Bombay Jedi. That was that was uh, Jar Jar pretending to be. He he finds the cloak, Anakin's cloak, in Padme's ship. Pretends to be a Jedi. All that stuff. Puts on quite a performance at the dinner table. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, that was. Oh sorry, no, that was. Uh, no, that was the one before that. Oh. That, that was that was before that. That was uh, that was supply lines. That was like the fourth thing we watched. No, oh. The the one where uh, Jar Jar destroys the ship. They're on they're on Rodia and and. Uh, Padme ah, yes. gets taken prisoner. Yeah. Yes. So that yes. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. That one. How'd you like that one? That was, yeah. that was like the first like full on Georgia episode aside from aside from like the dinner episode. That was so. good. That was good. Um, you definitely see where like his his clum- clumsiness gets him out of like the the stickiest of situations. Yeah. Uh, as usual, but <laughs> I always yeah. like seeing Georgia episodes. They're actually pretty good. Yeah. Um. There's uh, uh, oh, we did Cloak of Darkness. That was uh, oh, that built off of Bombay Jedi because at the end of Bombay Jedi, they end up capturing Viceroy Gunray, and then in Cloak of Darkness, they're on the ship. Ahsoka and Luminar unduly have taken Viceroy Gunray as prisoner, and uh, they're en route, I guess, to Coruscant. And then Ventress comes in with all their droids and Mm -hmm. and uh you know, captures him back sort of thing. Like, were you surprised that she was able to take on Luminar Andouli, who's like a Jedi master? You know, she showed up in the Geonosian arena in Attack of the Clones. And here she is like being bested by Dooku's assassin is what he refers to as. But yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough to, it's tough to really gauge, uh, like, you know, Asajj, Asajj Ventress's, uh, power because in some episodes you i've noticed so far like in some episodes it seems like she holds back and some it seems like she goes forward but one thing that just keeps bugging me is that she always always retreats and it's like i just want i just want her to be in a a a good battle it doesn't she doesn't have to die she doesn't have to win or lose same with the jedi i just want a good battle but every single time she's on the screen she always retreats yeah it just bugs me are you opening up to ahsoka a little more because you got a little more of her this episode yeah she's she i still do find her annoying but she's i i'm not gonna say she's getting better but uh you're you're finding her more tolerable slowly but surely okay very slowly it's definitely still at the point where she's not really a great character still yeah um i only really grew on her when the third season hit it was one third season hit that i was like okay she's now a better character i i I think it was just because she actually like grows up a little bit more and Mm -hmm. it's not to criticize ashley Eckstein at all like i love ashley Eckstein as as ahsoka tano she's fantastic but um the character itself is is she's quite young and i i wasn't too fond of like her her age and her um presentation you know in the show and yeah uh but i yeah i think that's the idea because padawans it's a very large age range of of you know what a padawan could be and obviously ahsoka is like a lot more skilled than some of her peers mm-hmm. and they they make a point of noting that in the show uh where you know she's like you know a, a bit beyond her years so to speak um similar to anakin in a way yeah where she's yeah. like gifted and and she you know she's got something special going on she's, she's not chosen one material but no uh but she's definitely like above average when it comes down to someone of her age with like a particular ability so yeah um 
so yeah I, and you know it really it really comes like uh it, it gets harnessed a lot more in the in when when the third season has that's when she com- becomes like a, a good character like she really like sets her tone in yeah. a way so uh but yeah it's interesting to, to hear you say that is she's becoming a little more tolerable but then again you are seeing less of her so i don't know maybe, maybe it might be from that who knows um, yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> yeah um then we got to watch uh, Ventress stab the uh, that captain in the back. Uh-huh. Yeah, who, who wanted to take credit for <laughs> that was expected though. Like that was, expected? I, I, that was totally expected. Like, oh, you expected that? Oh yeah, I was like, as soon as as soon as he said, um, what did he say? He's, oh, he, his uh, reward. A soldier. A soldier uh, sometimes being a good soldier means doing what you think is right. Uh, no, 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 no. I think he says something about uh, a reward or something. Yeah, he says something about a reward. Oh, at and the then, very end. At the very end when he's in when the, ship in the with ship. Viceroy. When they're, in the, when they're in the ship. Yeah, they're yeah. getting away and Ventress just comes through the like the doors kind of thing. And, and he's like saying like, uh, you know, he's all cocky about it too. Yeah. He's yeah. like, uh, you know, well done, assassin. I'll make sure that your efforts were noted in my report to Count Dooku. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, you know, uh, yeah. She gets then, her smirk on and then just stabs yeah. him through the back. Yeah. And, as soon as I saw her smirk. It's like, okay, uh, that was totally expected. Right? Yeah. But, yeah. And then, uh, so they get away. And then um, uh, we see uh, Lair of Grievous. So we get to see Kip Fisto and his Padawan, or now who's a Jedi Knight, Nadar, uh, find Grievous's lair. And Dooku sets up Grievous to be taken on by the Jedi to test him. Shutting off his droids. Uh, blocking off the interests. Yeah. yeah. What did you think of the lair? Because you get to see some really cool rooms in the lair before Grievous arrives, and you get to see those statues of of Grievous before he had all the armor on. Mm-hmm. So you really get to see kind of what he looked like before the mask and everything. And you got to see how many Jedi he killed and all the lightsabers and the the Padawan braids. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the first time I watched that, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, just like seeing the expansion of that character yeah i definitely found the you get slight glimpses of all these rooms they have uh parts of grievous like legs arms yeah uh, masks yeah. and just lots of them too like yeah, as, lots if, as if every time he takes damage it's just like uh, you know swap it's just out the part yeah no problem yeah uh i and found that pretty did you cool. notice that he said uh he submitted to the changes like he voluntarily yeah. Kind of, he slowly, as he went along, slowly, voluntarily, kind of made changes to his body to enhance it in a way with robotics. And now he's at the point where he's just a a brain and two eyes and and a heart inside this droid shell, basically. Mm. But but I thought it was interesting that he's voluntary. He voluntarily submitted to that because in the two D Clone Wars, uh, it was which the comics then built on in the expanded universe. They kind of had it set that he was in some sort of accident, and it was it was essentially battle damage that that rendered him uh, almost uh, dead, and yep. then it was kind of a life support system for him to be in this in this body. But in the three D animation show, which is canon, they kind of make it a, a thing that he, you know, he he voluntarily wants to be this Jedi hunter with all this power and everything. Um, it was actually kind of interesting because I was reading a book lately based on Captain Phasma. And 
when she's introduced to modern day technology, she comes from a world who, who, which doesn't have a lot of technology or anything. And when she's exposed to first order things, it's almost like it kind of captivates her in a way that she, she kind of slowly, as the book goes on and, and as you see her, what she is now, uh, she becomes like this incredibly gifted warrior and slowly becomes more of almost like a robotic machine inside the First Order's big war machine, almost. And, and when she's got the suit on, you know, she never takes the helmet off. And uh, you see her in The Last Jedi fight Finn, and she's got some skill, like she can hold up. But all this armor just weighs her down. And, you know, she's incredibly gifted with like this, that staff thing that she's got. But it, it's almost as if if she didn't have any of the other stuff, if she just just had her ability to fight, and she would have totally beat Finn, like no like no question about it. Chrome Dome. Yeah, Chrome Dome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, I thought that book was really interesting. It's called it's called Phasma. Um, it was written by Delilah Delilah S. Dawson, and uh, it was it was I, I don't really have an interest in Phasma as a character. She never really interested me at all but after well when i started reading the book and then as i kept going it was about halfway through the book that i thought to myself oh wow that like this is actually really cool like it's it's really interesting and it became a kind of book or a kind of story that that um that almost gave life to a character that didn't have a lot of depth before sort of thing yeah. which which makes me um sad that her brief moment in the last jedi was so short because uh she's really quite a cool character especially with that book so mm -hmm. um anyway that's, it's a bit off topic but uh but yeah i, I kind of compare it to that when i think of when i think of uh of, of this thing but um the griefs that is okay so then we watched uh, the dooku captured and the gungan general those are the two episodes where anakin and obi-wan shoot down Grievous's ship uh they end up you know uh, meeting Hondo or Dooku does and then he captures him and then they capture Obi-Wan and Anakin after they go chasing down Dooku. They all become prisoners They all become together. prisoners, yeah. Together yep. they have to kind of break out of their cell multiple times. It's it's just like a chicken chicken run or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, just like constantly trying to break out. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it kind of reminded me of that because they, they're always getting caught and they always get sent back to their cell and they just get more agitated with each other as the episode goes on. So mm. uh, it, I really enjoy that one because uh, – you know, Dooku and Anakin have this constant rivalry going on. Like, Dooku and Anakin have this head-to-head -head thing that almost in the way that Maul and Obi-Wan have a thing or that Luke and Vader have a thing, uh, Anakin's thing is is Dooku. It's always it's always Dooku. And and this is the only time that kind we ever get to see... Kind of took one of his limbs off, but, you know. Yeah, like, they, well, they have this rivalry, right? Yeah. So it's only natural that... You know the the successor to Dooku is Anakin, and yet they have this like fighting, you know this 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 constant thing going on, right? Like like did you notice that Dooku uh, took Anakin's lightsaber when when he was underneath those rocks, like yep. just buried? Yep. He took it as a trophy. Yep. You know, a, a Sith Lord would not do that if they just struck down a Jedi and left him for dead. You know, mm -hmm. like it's like he would not take the Jedi's lightsaber. He took Anakin's lightsaber because he wanted. He, he wanted, wanted that lightsaber as yeah, a trophy, he, right? He wanted it, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it, it was just really cool to see them have to work together to try and just get out of this situation that nobody wants to be in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know. It's you, cool to see, like, Jedi and Sith work 
together, uh, even though for a very short, short-lived period of time. But it's it's yeah. cool to see both sides kind of work, even if it's in a scenario where it's like, oh well, neither of us want to be in this, so let's make it happen, kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, definitely, definitely, uh, definitely something new, which is nice. And I saw I, I recently read uh, Dooku Jedi Lost is an audio book that's mm-hmm. available. It's in canon, and. Uh, that really it gives you an, a depiction of how Dooku goes from being a Jedi to the Count of Sereno again, and kind of you, you don't see him transition to a Sith Lord or anything, but you do see him kind of grow away from the Jedi uh, as he's a lost Jedi, right? Um, and claim his status as Count. But in that story, uh, it, it, it's it, it gives a lot of depth to the character, and it was interesting to see in this episode. I th- I thought. I kind of made some connections and I thought like, oh man, like here's a guy who used to be a Jedi, who's no longer a Jedi, who now has to work with Jedi to, you know, to escape this, this prison. I, I, th- I thought it was, it was a pretty cool concept. So mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, we'll see where it leads because they, you know, he got away and uh, obviously the Jedi don't take revenge, but the Sith do. So I'm sure Dooku will be back to, you know, strike vengeance on the, uh, Hondo Unaka, who's who's one of my favorite characters in the whole show. He's fantastic. Hmm. So I just love the the fact that he's like a pirate and all that. But he's a bit of a swine, but he's he's cool. Yeah. All right, thanks Diego for coming on the Escape Pod and chatting some more Clone Wars. Star Wars Episode Nine is just around the corner, and it is pretty cool to speculate on some of this, some of these articles that pop up on the Google News feed. All of them could be completely false, completely untrue and uh, fake, but hey, it builds anticipation and if that's what these are for, if that's what they're written for, then then thank you to those of you who are writing these articles. (laughs) It It is building the anticipation in a way, even if none of it's true at all. So, uh, so that's good. That's good news because people want to be excited about this. I want to be excited about the rise of Skywalker and, and I wasn't before. So, uh, with all this anticipation with these leaks and rumors and stuff, it is, it is creating the anticipation for this film. And, and I appreciate that. So I wish JJ all the best finishing up in the editing room. We have an email, the escape pod at outlook.com. We're on Twitter at SW escape podcast. That's SW escape podcast. Shoot us your questions comments follow us whatever new episodes on either a friday or a monday but i have a strong feeling that if any trailers come out or emergency news we'll be doing an episode on a day that is as soon as possible today your hosts were josh and diego so thanks again for listening to star wars escape pod and may the force be with you